we all need to get from point A to point B. Whether you prefer to drive, bike, walk, or ride, mass transit options do affect you. We have a big city and the, the opportunity for people to access quality jobs in school and other um, uh, resources, including groceries, is not the same throughout our city. And that's where transportation comes in. The only reason we pay attention to transportation is because the San Antonio community said it's important to our future, it's important to who we are as a, as a city. But mass transit options in our city have long been considered underfunded and limited. Society in general would be better if we spent less on expanding highways and we spent more on options. And the challenges will only grow as more people move here, making our roads even more crowded. The projection was a million new people between now and 2040. So if you want to envision what our streets and transportation network would look like, if all that Austin traffic was in San Antonio on top of what we have today. We're taking a look at what transportation options San Antonio has now, the road we've traveled so far, and where we still need to go to keep us moving. KSAT explains transportation in SA. KSAT explains. KSAT explains. KSAT explains. KSAT explains. In-depth perspective. Perspective on stories we bring you in our newscasts throughout the day. We're looking into concerns over voting safety during a pandemic and the battle over mail-in voting. A look at how the protests and demonstrations have played out in our city and an examination of what it means to be black in San Antonio. An issue that you have likely felt the effects of, rising property taxes. The roots of Tejano ring deep in South Texas. We examine the cultural impact the music has had in San Antonio. No matter how you prefer to get around, transportation is something that affects all of us. Thanks for joining us for this episode of KSAT Explains. I'm Myra Arthur. We are talking about one of the biggest needs that we all share and perhaps one of our biggest sources of frustration at times, transportation. We have to have it. And some argue our city needs more when it comes to mass transit. It's been an ongoing struggle for San Antonio. Most likely you know about Via Metropolitan Transit, Via for short, mostly known for its bus service. To kick things off, RJ Marquez explains how VIA came to be and why that struggle has been around from the very beginning. VIA buses hit the road in March of 1978, a century after horses pulled buggies and carriages along San Antonio's streets. In between, there were electric streetcars, rail lines, trolleys, and several mass transportation companies in the city, including the San Antonio Transit System. But in 1977, residents in San Antonio and five surrounding suburbs voted to approve a half-cent sales tax to establish VIA Metropolitan Transit, replacing the old transit system. For more than 40 years, VIA, which means road in Latin, has been the mass transit option for San Antonians. But the past four decades have brought about obstacles, particularly with funding. Former Mayor Henry Cisneros was a councilman at the time of the vote. He says funding has been an issue from the start. Here's the problem for San Antonio. I was on the city council in 1977 when VIA was set up, right? And we went to the legislature and got permission to do it. And they gave us authority to charge one cent sales tax. San Antonio, with an eye on frugality, an eye on uh, our, our taxpayers, 
chose to use just one half cent. We've been using one half cent all these years. More money came in 2004 when voters in San Antonio approved the formation of the Advanced Transportation District to expand services. The ATD uses a quarter cent sales tax to fund transportation projects carried out by VIA, the city, and the Texas Department of Transportation. VIA receives half of the district's revenues. But even with this added revenue, Cisneros says funding for VIA still falls short. We're far behind the other major metros of Texas in transportation, particularly in transit. Today, VIA operates 479 buses and 139 vans that travel in 96 different routes. It provides nearly 40 million passenger trips every year in more than a dozen member cities in Bayer County. That mobility is vital to any growing city, especially in economically disadvantaged areas. The city of San Antonio has done a lot with limited resources. This is Dr. Greg Griffin, an assistant professor of urban and regional planning at UTSA. He says despite funding issues, VIA has made impressive strides. The agency was the first major transit agency in the country to provide free system-wide Wi-Fi. And in 2017, VIA shifted to cleaner and greener buses. The agency is also working on what's known as a rapid transit network. They prioritize speed on a BRT network. And so that means that although it's a bus, uh, you have to find ways to be able to isolate the bus from uh, traffic congestion. That means giving it its own lane. But before that can happen, Dr. Griffin says making sure our public transportation is adequately serving our current population is the priority. When we're able to fund a city transit system, uh, particularly with you know buses and potentially rail as a backbone of that system, uh, then we have a more equitable opportunity for people to be able to um, uh, build themselves up and create opportunities and resources for their family, the people that depend on them. When you think of VIA, you likely think of buses, and that's still the transit agency's mainstay. But since its founding, VIA has expanded the ways it helps riders get around town. There's not a one-size-fits-all approach to using public transportation, so VIA has broken up routes by categories to meet the different needs of different riders. For example, express routes offer direct rides downtown for those who are traveling there from other parts of our sprawling city. And then there are routes dedicated to getting riders around major spots in and around the downtown area quickly. Then there's VIA's Primo service. This is designed to give riders faster service with fewer stops. VIA buses operate seven days a week from four in the morning until one in the morning. But as our city has grown, the need for options other than buses has become evident. Cities, especially cities in the Southwest, they were all built around automobiles, about the car, around the car. This entire city is built around the car. And so we re recognize that there are areas having, you know, the newer areas especially that were built around the car that weren't designed to make bus service work. VIA President and CEO Jeffrey Arndt says it would be difficult to serve the suburbs by bus, so the transit agency is innovating. One of the big pieces of VIA's future plans includes VIA Link. Think Uber or Lyft, but at VIA prices. The pilot program has already been tried out on the northeast side of San Antonio. It's far more flexible moving around through neighborhoods. It's going to pick you up, if not at your exact location, within probably 100 feet of where you would come out to the curb. Via Link is a way to connect riders living in the suburbs with a larger bus system in central and downtown San Antonio at a low cost. And after paying the initial fee to Via Link, transferring to a bus is free. If you were north of 1604, 
and you wanted to go North, North Star Mall, the total one-way trip cost would be $1.30. VIA also operates a van pooling service, allowing groups of 5 to 15 people to share a ride to work and split the cost. And VIA Trans is an option for customers who cannot use regular bus service because of a disability. Over the past several years, there have been efforts to expand San Antonio's transportation options. Famously, one of VIA's more ambitious proposals was for a light rail system. The $1.5 billion, 53 and a half mile rail system would have stretched across the city. But in May of 2000, voters rejected the quarter cent sales tax increase needed to pay for that. And then more recently, in 2011, VIA introduced the modern streetcar project. In October of 2011, City Council approved a measure to bring streetcars to downtown San Antonio. But the $280 million streetcar proposal was met with pushback. Some argued the planned routes didn't go far enough. Others thought money would have been better spent on highways or expanding bus routes in frequency. And after then-Mayor Julian Castro left the city to serve as U.S. Housing and Urban Development Secretary under President Barack Obama, the plan fell apart. In late July 2014, the city and the county pulled the money they'd pledged to the streetcar project. In May 2015, voters approved a city charter amendment requiring a public vote on all future rail projects involving the city. No transportation plans that have been crafted since then have included rail. We have had a history that tells us very clearly San Antonians don't want uh, streetcars, don't want light rail. They don't believe that that's necessary in our city. Um, so we're not going to do it. Recent efforts to increase mobility have revolved around what's known as multimodal, taking all modes of transportation into account. That includes biking and walking. And Cisneros points to what's known as advanced rapid transit networks as more affordable and efficient than previously proposed rail options. And this advanced rapid transit provides us uh, some of the advantages of, 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 of a more mass transit system but we don't have to put rail on the streets. We don't have to buy those expensive cars. We do it with what are essentially souped up buses, buses on steroids, but operating on uh, a dedicated lanes so they can stay out of the traffic and, and meet schedules. VIA is underfunded compared to transportation entities in other major cities in Texas. It's one of the largest transit agencies that receives fewer operating dollars compared to Dallas, Austin and Houston. They all get one full cent from sales tax. VIA receives five eighths of one cent, one eighth through the advanced transportation district funds and a half cent through sales tax. Here's how that adds up. As you can see, Houston, Dallas and Austin all make more money than San Antonio. Sales tax revenue for Austin's Cap Metro in the 2018 fiscal year was more than 243 million. That revenue in San Antonio was 186 million. Transportation, like nearly everything, comes with a cost. So when funding falls short, so does service. It's no shortcoming on Pia's part that transit sucks in San Antonio. It's because horrible funding at the local, state, and federal level. For those with the option, in San Antonio, a car is a more efficient way to get where you need to go compared to a bus. These maps illustrate that point. This map shows how far you can travel from the near east side in 45 minutes. The light blue area is by car, the dark blue by transit. To put this into perspective, a near east side commuter can only access 10% of employment opportunities in a 45 minute ride. 
This map shows similar results for those traveling from the medical center. In 45 minutes, transit users in this area of town can only access 20% of employment opportunities. And it should come as no surprise that the longer the wait, the less interest people have in using transit. Data from an Alamo area metropolitan planning organization survey shows that when the wait time is 10 minutes or less, more than 83% of people are interested. That number drops to 21% with a wait time of 21 to 30 minutes, and it plummets to 1.1% with a wait time of more than an hour. 60% of VIA routes have a wait time of more than 20 minutes. Henry Cisnero says right now a lot of VIA passengers have no other way to get around. He wants people to choose public transportation because they want to, not because they have to. We want to create a bus system where more people can ride because it serves their neighborhood better, because it comes with greater frequency, it has predictability. Having a car is a luxury, a luxury that many San Antonio families don't have. Last year, a VIA survey found 58% of its riders live in households without a car. KSAT explains producer Brina Monterosa with why having reliable public transit is critical in the fight for equity. It's no secret that San Antonio is a car-dependent city. Every year, it seems like more highways are going up. The problem, not everyone has a car. We have a big city, and the, the opportunity for people to access quality jobs in school and other um, uh, resources, including groceries, is not the same throughout our city. And that's where transportation comes in. Building a reliable public transportation system is not only important for people without a car. Former VIA board member Amanda Merck says it's also about giving families options. If people need to cut back on spending, mm -hmm. transportation is a huge portion of their spending, but without options, they can't, they can't save themselves any money. So how much do people living in San Antonio spend on transportation? 75% of San Antonians are spending um, an inordinate amount of money on uh, on transportation, 12,000 on average, just on gas and fixing your car and whatever else. Let's take a look at who rides via. Most people who ride via are people of color. 61% are Hispanic and 20% are black. Most of them live below the federal poverty line, which is less than $25,000 a year. They're late one time, they can lose their job. Like they, they don't have the security that someone maybe on salary would have. And so that introduces additional inequities. Griffin says transportation is crucial in every city's approach to creating equal opportunities. When we're able to fund a, a city transit system, uh, particularly with you know buses and potentially rail as a backbone of that system, uh, then we have a more equitable opportunity for people to be able to uh, build themselves up and create opportunities and resources for their family. San Antonio is considered one of the most economically segregated cities in the country. And without a reliable public transportation system, experts say we can't start building racial equity. San Antonio will never be a resilient city if people don't have transportation options. You've heard from the officials and the experts. So what about the people who actually ride the bus? The people we spoke with don't have a car. They rely on VIA to get to work, to school, and do all the other daily tasks that a lot of people take for granted. Talia Vasquez is one of the many people who rely on VIA. Her father is disabled and her mother lost her job in July. So Talia had to start working to support her family. I live with my mom, my little sister, 
Um, my dad, my grandma, my grandpa are three dogs. She's only 17 and a senior at Jefferson High School. She walks about 10 minutes to get to the Crossroads Park and Ride to get to her job at Six Flags on the weekends. It's pretty difficult trying to like go back and forth, trying to help my mom, trying to help my sister and like bring food into the house. Talia's family relies on the $120 she brings in every two weeks, but she's on the verge of losing her job. She says she's been late four times because the bus wasn't on time. I'm pretty scared about losing my job. It would hit us pretty hard. Right now, everything's just crumbling. Gaytonian Stewart also depends on the bus to get to work. He agrees the service isn't always reliable on the northwest side of town. I had to leave a couple hours and, you know, Quite a few hours, not just a couple. Just to be there on, you know, make sure you gotta go where you gotta go. Mario Gonzalez says he has to hustle to catch the bus. Ooh, it's, it's a hustle, you know, you gotta wave from here, there, for hours and hours. For a long time. Mario, Gaytonian, and Talia agree VIA needs to be improved, and the city should provide more transportation options. They need to, too. It's 2020. I mean, they need, you know, we're in the future now. Ten years ago, the city of San Antonio asked the community for help drafting a vision for our city's future. Through a series of meetings, chats and surveys, thousands of San Antonians laid out the things that they cared about and wanted to improve on by the year 2020. Transportation made that list. So here we are in 2020. How much progress has been made on those transportation goals? KSAT Explains producer Lexi Salazar gives us a look at what some key indicators tell us. Molly Cox is the president and CEO of SA 2020. San Antonio's community vision was written by nearly 6,000 San Antonians, and they asked to prioritize very specific areas, um, education, economic development, healthcare, and transportation rose to the top. In light of this community vision, SA 2020 was born. The nonprofit has been keeping track of the community's goals and reporting on progress. So for an entire decade, as we've been monitoring it, we've seen all of our transportation uh, indicators of success, our measures moving in the wrong direction. Here's a snapshot of some of those indicators. The yellow arrow indicates some progress has been made, and the red downward arrow indicates we're either off track or no progress has been made. Let's take a closer look at these three. We'll start here, decreasing vehicle miles traveled. The goal that was initially set was to decrease daily miles traveled per person by 10%. In 2010, on average, San Antonians were driving 20.8 miles daily. By 2017, that number was 24.3. Now let's take a look at where we are on decreasing commute time for workers. The set goal was to reduce mean travel time to 20 minutes. In 2011, average commute time was 22 minutes. In 2018, it was about 23.8. But even though we haven't reached our goal here, the fact that the number has remained basically stagnant while our population increases faster than most other parts of the country could actually be a sign of progress. Finally, how successful have we been as a community at increasing alternative transit use? The goal was to increase the percentage of workers who travel by carpool or public transportation to 20% by 2020. In 2013, 14.2% of workers used alternative transit. And in 2018, that percentage grew to 14.6%. It's 2020 now, so what's going to happen to our city's community vision? It's getting an update. San Antonio residents across the city are once again being asked what they care about. And some of their answers are familiar. 
And in our very first survey, which was open-ended and said, hey, what should we improve or change? Mobility was written in by 34% of the people who responded to that survey. We're talking thousands. 34% of the people in the first survey said it's mobility. And 30% of those said it's specifically public transit. The ground we covered in this episode is just part of the conversation about improving local transportation. We have a few more stops to make, so we're not done with this topic just yet. Thanks for watching this episode of KSAT Explains. Here's a preview of what's coming your way next week. If you were to ask somebody, well, tell me the most important things for the success of your city, they would say economics and jobs, education, good housing, crime measures, uh, quality of life. They might never mention transportation, but transportation is inherent in all of those things. If we're serious, about recovery, if we're serious about workforce development and economic mobility, then we have to start being serious about transportation. The more sophisticated your transportation systems are, it, it creates opportunities for people to, to go to different uh, training programs and opportunities, also employment opportunities. All we're trying to do is put opportunity within reach of everyone, because we believe that that's how you lift up a community.